0: and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week we celebrate our first win of the season over Western Western whatever. We uh, might have a look back at the Perth game, we'll see how we're feeling. We look ahead to our road trip to Western Sydney Wanderers, we catch up with Mariners midfield maestro Maxi Ballard and of course we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Fellas, fellas. Fellas, fellas. Yo. How we doing? Hello. Someone say winning pod? Oh, don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. <laughs> do it. Don't make... I'm going to do it. It's a winning pod, baby.
1: We only pod when we're winning. <laughs> we only
0: True. pod, baby. Very good. What a win it was. Yeah, um,
1: vibes are a bit better this week (laughs) compared to after the uh, Perth game, inverted commas. Mm. Vibes much better. The the vibe manager is happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Along with all the other club staff as well, I'm sure. But uh, before we dive too far into that, let's get to Fred's question. Fred this week has a simple one. Where is Mr. Hall? It's a good question.
2: Mm. He was on the pitch... When everyone else was off it, <laughs> <laughs> so we saw. Uh, obviously, Dan was suspended
0: for the first game of the season away to Wellington. Uh, not part of the squad for the loss to Perth, um, but he was on the pitch after the game. His knee was reasonably heavily strapped, um, and he was um, doing a bit of uh, doing a few laps with uh, with Door there as well, who were uh, I think part of the extended squad originally, but never made the didn't make the final cut. Um, and uh, we saw he was on the bench. Returned to the bench this week, so I think it might just be a question of um, you know, getting back to getting back to one hundred percent fitness.
1: Yeah, I think it's still his knee. Mm. I think that that knee is definitely um, even in the Straight Cup game against uh, Sydney, where he was obviously sent off in the end. Uh, but even in that game, I think you could tell he wasn't quite a hundred percent when he was on. But just something he didn't look right, and his knee was obviously still pretty heavily strapped, and. Yeah, it's a shame that that injury has been a pretty big uh, setback because that was what that was the game before the final last season. Yeah. It was the
3: Brisbane away game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So that's that's mm. been what a five month ish mm. off mm. the very top of my head. Sort of a recovery that's still still sort of ongoing. So it's a uh, it's 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 a bit of a pain <clears throat> literally for him. But mm. um, you know like we're going okay at the moment. You know I think uh, Triantis is a well enough sort of replacement mm. at the moment. I think. You know, there's still probably a few questions up in the air on some of the other back line, but we will, uh, those will get answered. Yeah, I'd
0: love to see him, uh, love to see him slot back in alongside Triantis uh, this weekend as we make our trip down to Western Sydney, but we will, um, we'll come back to that, I think.
3: Are we going to talk about the Perth game? Yeah, and on. then just move on to the better stuff. We're
0: going to talk about the Perth game. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk about the Perth game. I didn't want to do it, but we will. Um, first game of the season, our homecoming, or first home game of the season, rather, I should say. Of course, finished not in favour of the good guys. Uh, your Mariners won Perth two. Sammy Silvera uh, notching his second in as many games. but um Mariners medalist,
1: Sam Silvera, <laughs> to you. Thank you. <laughs> you called it early. You did call it early on Twitter. I did call it early and it was looking all right um, <laughs> at the start of that game and then it just went all very much bad, bad, not good. I mean, everything went
0: all sort of bad, bad, not good in this one. It was just a very – and, and Maxi will touch on it when we speak to him a bit later on. A very flat performance all over the park and um, I know that uh, having spoken to a couple of players – Post that game, Monty kept them in the sheds for quite a while after Mm. the game and uh, gave them a a fair old roasting during training throughout the course of the week as well. Needs a new uh, paint job, I heard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it might need a couple of new walls. Mm. I think uh, the best way to describe that game after we went up is just a bunch of Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was gross. That's that's all I've really got. Yeah, no, I didn't enjoy this one.
2: Yeah, I reckon that there was probably one or two uh, Mariners fans out there who busted up some walls, peeled some paint off uh, walls, etc. cetera, because uh, it was no fun. I think I only had one adjective for it. Horrible.
0: I, I just, uh, yeah, deflated I think is probably the best way that I can describe
1: how I felt after that one. Yeah. This, this is why you don't... Uh Look at your pre-season results <laughs> and judge anything on it like some idiot. Who would do that? <laughs> <I think we're, coughs> me, very severely. We've a, we <laughs> sort um,
0: of got our way ahead of ourselves in the pod leading up to that game as
1: well. I think a little Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to win <laughs> eleven yeah. 0 But I, I think that that's that's where we're at. But now, as a club, though, right, we've got expectations, mm. and we don't we don't put up with those sorts of uh, performances anymore.
0: It's not even hope anymore. It's expectations. It's
1: hundred percent. Like we've we've had two seasons now of. Relatively consistent football that we've enjoyed, and when you put in a performance like that, it's not good enough.
3: I think we should be expecting to beat Perth, who you would say is probably a clear wooden spoon favourite. So, mm. losing to a team that's probably going to be in the bottom two, just lost their striker, is uh, it was a concerning result for me, but um, yeah, those concerns went away in the second half of the Western game, luckily.
0: I think the, uh, yeah, the only good thing to come ahead of that day was uh, was Bruno For- Fornaroli on uh, on Instagram yep. replying <laughs> to, uh, to Perth's post and, and liking some tweets,
3: including our very own Boyce's
0: tweet. Oh, yeah. Which was
3: <laughs> very fun to see that he was not happy and he's now ended up at another club. Yep.
0: Let's move the hell away from that one as quickly away as possible. It, <laughs> of course, it was on the weekend. Uh, your Central Coast Mariners 4, uh, Western Tarnit, What's the time? (laughs) No stadium, FC. Western of what? (laughs) No stadium, FC. Homeless FC, of course, (laughs) made their trip up to the Central Coast. Foxtel.
1: Foxtel FC.
0: Foxtel FC, yeah. Well, that could be MacArthur as well, really. Foxtel FC one. Foxtel FC green. It's (laughs) (laughs) Pro-Evo. It's It's
3: Pro-Evo
0: name. (laughs) Uh, Of course, um, was looking a little bit dire at at halftime. I was in a pretty... Pretty filthy mood. <laughs> mm,
1: um, a game of two hubs in the uh, vibe aspect. Mm. Not, not not necessarily in the in the performance aspect because I thought we started really well. Red hot first like 15 minutes, we probably should have been up. A Cummings one goal disallowed. Two. Yeah, we yeah. had
0: um, Triantis who absolutely, uh, not Triantis, sorry, Aquilina, who absolutely rasped a shot into the legs of uh, one of their defenders, I'm not sure, might have been Latchman. Mm. Um, geez, he hit that too, it's traveling. Um, and a few other half, decent half chances as
1: well. Yeah, I mean the the story of that whole first half is you don't take your chances and you get caught two times on the counter and you go into the sheds to nil down that's literally what it was i i i was more i was annoyed at the scoreline obviously not the performance necessarily there was a, a a few things in there obviously defensively on those uh, on the two goals that were not ideal mm. but overall um, yeah it felt I was more frustrated because it felt undeserved.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, I think the only thing, or the the main sort of thing that I felt let down about the the second goal in particular, I think um, Aquilina caught a little bit high up the pitch there, and allowed that sort of two on one. Nizzi had to come across and cover with Triantis. Um, well, I think is this just the goal that Moz and I don't
1: agree on. Kind of pains guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh,
2: we were yeah. just trying to figure out who it was who should have tracked Connor, mm. and uh, so whoever it was that was running the ball towards. Uh, Aquilina, mm. um, sort of s- held him up at the top of the box. Well played, Boise. Held him up at the top of the box and then Connor came uh, running through and at the same time Niz was the next player to be running along and pulled up at the top of the box. So there wasn't enough communication there. Up, yeah. Was it Niz's to chase Connor? Was it Aquilina's to pass off the Aquali- player Aqu- he had Aqu- to Aquilina was way up
0: the pitch. It was Triantis who was... Oh, it was Triantis. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So,
2: so it just seemed to me that there's a little miscom there or maybe Niz didn't realise he had to track that man yeah. And, uh, I mean,
0: take nothing away from the ball, and I hate to admit it because I think it was Denzel damn. Wenzel-Halls who played the pass, um, and the amount of times I nearly called him Denzel on the <laughs> weekends <laughs> in the grand announcer box was incredible. I good. wish I did. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's a cheeky back heel, um, but you got to track the runners. Oh, because we know
2: what kind of pain can do in that situation. It was a good in finish. that very situation, good we've seen him do it so many times for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, Vuka was rooted to the spot. Take nothing away from the finish as well, but, yeah, uh, does he – Finish that as well with you know a bit of pressure on him with a man standing in front of him. Yeah, probably not.
1: I just think that's his once in a season decent goal, isn't it? And now he's, he's
0: he's good for two a season. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now now he'll now he'll just do nothing for the rest of the season. Most, <laughs> he'll try the left
2: foot now <laughs>
1: until they play likely. against us again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that that was oh, also <laughs> what was annoying about the uh, first goal as well. It was pretty much two passes. From their own half, and then the yeah. ball was in the back of the net. It, it was, was a late, one, late run into the one box. defense splitting sort of a pass around the outside. Which Aquilina, I, I don't know, it seemed to happen that pretty much the whole game in the Australia Cup game as well, just kept on getting burned on the outside, mm. and it happened again. You know, it was it was it was a good run from Payne and a good ball from the back from Western, but it's relatively, you know, sort of simple ish stuff that shouldn't really be happening and then all of a sudden that's another run from midfield that's not really tracked. Not tracked at all. The majority of our back line for me is ball watching, watching Connor Payne about to cross it instead of one of them sort of dropping off, watching like the top of the box for runners. We all just ran down to be in line with sort of Payne. Nobody's stepped up to watch the runner Mm. and he's pretty much got an open net, you know, or like a free pass into the back of the net. Mm. they're, they're 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 two goals that you know, for me it can be relatively easy, easily stopped. Mm,
2: mm. Was the game plan a bit naive? Like for me, you had to know that with that front three, Denzel Halls, Lockie and Connor, it's all about pace. It's mm. all about the counter. That's the way they play. A quick play transition, yeah. Yeah, so a quick transition was always what they were going to present. So getting caught up the field like that just maybe feels like a little bit naive game plan, especially given that we were going to hold the ball a lot, and we did, and we made all the pressure. So we did come forward. At times we had our central defenders in their half. Um, so, yeah, I wonder whether or not Monty tinkered that a little bit at half time to um, – to sort that out and just get a couple of yards so that that pace didn't hurt us so badly to be honest because we looked tight in the second half mm. but we looked terrible in those couple of moments in the first half.
0: Well, there was changes that had to be made as well. I, I was a little bit um, not concerned but there were, there were a few nervy moments with, uh, with Storm Roo playing on the left. Um, just very unbalanced um, and this is something that you know I'm passionate about not playing right. someone that's so right-footed at left back mm-hmm. um, just left the entire back four very unbalanced there, and then you've got Aquilina on the right, who I thought for the most part had a fantastic game. Yeah, I don't disagree, um, with that. but got, loves to attack. And um, as you say, against a team that is so rapid in transition, can get caught out, and they probably
2: don't have another plan. That's all. I I think about it is that there isn't another way with that front three that you can play the game. You Mm. have to play that game because that's the players they've got. So Monty knew that better than anyone. Most of those players played for him at some stage. Mm. So... Um, yeah, I just felt like maybe there was a bit of a plan problem there but good to see that we sorted it out in a variety of ways. Players coming on, maybe a little bit mm. of a tinker with the formation there um, or the balance of the formation. Mm. You're right, Peter. I think there it was, was just a balance. It yeah. really showed uh, in a moment where uh, I think it was Triana sent a crossfield ball into the corner that Storm ran for and he tried to catch it with his right foot and yeah. let it out for a throw in and it, that right there was the time when… You can't really make an impact forward in that situation yep. um, unless you've got a left footer there. So, yeah, tend to agree that it was, we, we sort of had a bit of a strange approach in the first half, but uh, recognised it, changed it, and boy, what happened in the Monty second Moore half. Monty more than made up for it with all Yeah, his, absolutely. I mean, he rang,
0: rang the changes pre-game, but also rang the changes at half time. A triple sub at half time with the introduction of Garang Qual, Paul Ayongo, and uh, Benny Nkololo. I he think it was triple cell.
3: That's uh, <laughs> that was faz, faz on for Storm. Sorry, Faz on for faz. Storm.
0: Of course, ayongo came on a bit later uh, in the game there. Um, garang Game Changer.
3: Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. 47-year-old was was tobi Stanley. Thought, Oh, no, he's gone. <laughs> I'm going to have to foul him and get sent off for it. That's yeah. That was a f- absolutely fucking filthy challenge.
0: It was pretty well. Like was That was ordering. so cynical as well. And... I think Grace Gill, who was on Cogu Commons uh, th- that night, was spot on. Like, he's lucky that he's Didn't walked away hurt from that. Like, yeah. any more force behind that and he's
1: in a bit of trouble. trouble. Yeah. That's how you break people's legs going in from behind like that. Yeah. Like, that's where all the – there's no uh, shin pad there to help out, is there? And
0: Or so. and Stanley knows exactly what he's doing as well. As you say, he's 478 years old. Yeah. He's, um, you know, very experienced and, you know, he's – trying to disagree with the decision after the video. He had a start. shocked look on his face and
3: I'm thinking you I'm cannot be shocked to be sent off for that. I Surely don't, I don't know
1: how that happens near the ref right in front of the fourth and he official give a, mm. linesman and not one of them says eh, it's probably a straight red. <laughs> then you can look at it as opposed to no, it's a yellow let's waste more time looking at the hour. Yeah, I had a few Two questions words. about the referee, Stephen Lucas. <laughs> oh, it's well, your mate. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> there was another one that Aaron's he pulled favorite. coming <laughs> up
2: for a handball in the first half that clearly came yeah. off nearly the centre yeah. of his chest. Yeah. <laughs> at first when I looked at that replay, it was like, oh, that got him on the sleeve. And then, hang on, no, it didn't. It's not got him on the quite. chest. You're <laughs> kidding, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute rubbish. No, Topper Stanley was the first. Mm. Maybe not, actually. The two players who Garang um, literally carved before Topper Stanley, they panicked. Yeah. Topper Stanley panicked. And as I have already said outside this, the panic just got worse and worse for him after that. Garang was just ripping them a new one mm. and uh, they knew it. And every every further step they took, they were more and more worried about it. And they just, you know, their prophecy was fulfilled.
1: I think he had a, I think he had a part to play in literally every single goal. And I think Bloody Garuccio is still at the shops yep. looking <laughs> looking <laughs> for the thing that uh, Garang <laughs> sent him there for.
0: He Jeez. was just so far ahead of the game uh, when it when he came on. I think it was Triantis that played him in behind for the first mm. goal there, where he turned Garuccio there. Mm-hmm. And um, wicked ball across the face, takes a couple of touches and, and Jason Cummings on hand to, uh, to turn it home from, you know, a yard out.
2: Tough to finish those sometimes. <laughs> oh <laughs> 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 he, he made it from nothing though the Trianus ball was a decent ball that got him behind he got to the ball first Garuccio though had him covered and he forced him away from the goals it was that ridiculous faint and turn <laughs> just Garuccio's just looking at him and then he's looking at nothing and now it's in that's in the net. never get tired of watching that no't past was. him before he could even
0: react exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. And, he, and it
2: was he had it under control Garruccio had it under control um but um yeah he just waited and uh, burned him and made
3: the perfect ball. One mm. thing we have to mention is the disallowed goal, Cummings on the edge of the box. No. Multi-ball, um, I called it. Diamante throwing it on the pitch was something I didn't know until after the game. Well, see, where I was sitting, I thought it came from the crowd. It, looked, what like, it looked like it like, yeah. the crowd. Mm.
0: Yeah. And ev- everyone that I spoke to th- said it was either a ball warrior, or it's come from the crowd. I didn't even see Diamante anywhere near it.
2: No, but we do understand that it did come from him and I saw the ball actually and there's a picture of the photographer nearby mm. holding the ball, but he must put it down and then after that then it's the Diamante part oh, to it. I saw it. him nowhere near it. Mm. So, you know, apparently
0: he's gone up and apologised to Monty post-game, but um, Very yeah, we've been, um, we've been deprived of, uh, of a Cummings Worldie. If we yeah, but it was a good goal. Am, <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> am I wrong in
2: thinking that that should be a sighting?
0: Well, I mean, if uh, the referee didn't, the com- referee hasn't taken action, and if there was proof that Diamante did throw it onto the pitch, then yes. But there's from I mean, the angles that we've seen, and, and no he proof. obviously
1: wasn't on the field at that time. Yeah, he was on the bench.
2: If a player was to walk onto the field of play while not a part of the you know squad that's playing in the game, i.e. a, a, a reserve or a, someone from the um, tunnel or anything like that, then they'd be sanctioned there'd be a yellow
0: card Hmm. for entering the field of play without uh, official permission.
2: So to influence the game.
0: What irks me about the whole situation is just how poorly it was handled by the officials at the time because the goal was given. The ground announcer went absolutely nuts. We fired the cannon. <laughs> yeah. The goal's up on the screen. We, we wasted <laughs> a perfectly <laughs> so good cannon so shot. So we fired the cannon five times. What so saying? I'll come back to that as well. We only had we, six got, bullets. we got a radio. We have one left. From the cannon guy going, hey, guys, uh, Graham here. Just a quick heads up. If we score again, we're fucked. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is a good problem to have,
2: though. <laughs> um, Can anyone say that the linesman and Stephen Lucas were not Aware of the second, so the linesman didn't flag
0: for it at the time. Either Stephen Lucas allows play to go on. The goal goes in, and is awarded. Right. It's not until there's a a couple of whingers from Western. You know, Aloisi, I think Connor Payne, and I think Wenzel Halls was involved too, um, complaining that there was a second ball on the field that affected the the uh, the play. How much it did or didn't affect um, the defending team is. Very much up for debate. Um,
2: Somewhere between zero and minus one.
0: Yeah. Look, Connor Payne stops. He throws his hands up and points at the ball and goes, there's another ball on the pitch. At the same time for me though, Nizzy also stops. So anyway, goal goes in, is given. If the ball went out for a corner and then we score off the corner, we're not having this
2: conversation. No. No. So and I can't believe that the ref and the linesman didn't see the ball. They knew the ball was on the pitch mm. and they allowed the game to go on and allowed the goal to be scored. So to then call it back, that's just re refereeing the game, which is the opposite to what we expect from the VAR setup mm. that we have. So See, and we'll, I'm not sure if I, it was I, actually I a VAR. Even, call. Yeah,
1: I don't even think they use VAR. No,
2: but the the set, uh, there's always this thing about was it the VAR, was it the ref? I don't care yeah. about that. This is the system of officiating mm. that failed. And it failed even though the referees, the two officials on the field who were closest to it, I believe both knew that there was a second ball on the pitch mm. and knowingly allowed the goal and then to, you know, dirtily allow their then players to just to be to like, oh, them. maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. very Stephen Lucas. Mm. Mm. Love you, Stephen. <laughs>
3: You luckily, it didn't mean anything in the end since we mm. scored four goals. Thank well, God. you know,
0: luckily it wasn't Sean Evans because it would have been a 12-minute VAR delay. but um, <laughs> we'd, still be, we'd still be there now. Doesn't, it. doesn't matter. It's scored goal. Second goal, Benny Cololo, your man,
1: Luke. My man. Back post Benny.
0: Back My post man. Benny sliding <laughs> in from point-blank range again. Again, not the prettiest of goals, but it doesn't matter when you're uh, when you're up against it. Um,
1: well, we weren't up against. it. I mean, we were chasing a comeback. But yeah. um, again, though, nice little setup, good run from Aquilina. Nice little mm-hmm. in behind ball from Koal, like just those little sorts of passes. That was a just good link up on the spots right side. A little yeah. bit of a pass, nice ball in for Aquilina. Miss hit shot from Cummings. We'll call it that goes down <laughs> as an assist. Who cares if he's in your fantasy? Um, yes. And then yeah, a great ball. Benny on the spot. Who, you know, I think along with Kowal definitely come on and change the game, Mm -hmm. a little bit more energy, maybe a bit of a point to prove, um, you know, after being benched or being on the bench. You know, I think um, Monty said in the the, uh, press conference after the game, you know, He knows that he hasn't started the season as well as what he would have liked, Benny. Mm. And, you know, that's what you have to do when you come on and get your opportunity, and he definitely did that.
0: And this is what I like from Tommy Aquilina as well. This is what we were sort of raving about in the preseason was how effective he is going forward. He was such... um, He offered a really different dynamic on that, right, and such a good
1: outlet. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I wanted to do his main job in (laughs) defence. Start there, and then we'll work on the other stuff. All
0: right? Please. Third goal, of course, to local hero, oh, Jacob Farrell.
3: What a header. Oh, what a ball in by Cummings as well. The ball from Cumbdog. Yeah. <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> both. Where, so where does that So it was, so was punched clear by Young and then Cummings is just there on the left.
1: Just, just uh, ready to w- take it. went to... Um, there was a couple of passes. Was, yeah. it, was it
3: Maxi that... Max, Maxi got, got, got a secondary, secondary assist, baby. Secondary assist, yes. And then Thank Farrell was just free as a bird on the back post. Was it, I think, was it Payne? who... There was no one near him. There's no one yeah, Pain, It doesn't matter. Yeah. And yeah, Payne was the one that was meant to be marketed. looped his header into the far corner. Yeah,
0: that, good um, header. It felt, like, good. it felt like it was going in slow motion. I've watched it back and it, it definitely didn't actually go in slow motion, mm. but at the time it was... <laughs> good
1: header and good bit of, you know, obviously confidence building for Faz too mm. after the Perth incident, we'll call it, just literally the entire 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> but Monty said... In the press conference after the game, that you know he that he didn't start the game on the weekend because I think he, I think he said it was a bit of a nil on his calf maybe, and I think that's maybe a little bit of uh, media media management from Monty maybe because he certainly didn't look injured when he was on. <laughs> I think he definitely dropped him. I mean, it's, that's it's, what it's I'm going tough. for. It's tough for these it's obviously young guys. hard to tell.
4: It's
0: tough for these young guys who you know they've been thrust into it as well so yeah. so quickly. Faz has had. Such a meteoric rise, you know, going yeah. from playing 18s in academy to, to first-team football in the space of 18 months. Mm. Um, so, you know, you can't expect him to absolutely dominate week in, week out. But mm. the response that we mm. saw from him on, um, on Saturday was...
1: Perfect. So absolutely perfect. perfect. Same, as, same as
2: Benny, same as you said about Benny, that, that it appeared... That there was a real reaction from mm. both of them, mm. and uh, and what a cracking goal that was! <sighs> what a way That's to it, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, but he played superbly apart from that, it yes. wasn't just the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he defended well, he had a couple of really good attacking moments as well, aside from the goal. So, and what was he even doing over there for the goal?
0: Well, it was from a corner, wasn't it? But, oh, um, the, cor- the is, corner was This is exactly okay. what
2: Sash, uh, <laughs> Sash Kazewski said post game as well.
0: He goes you know what, he's out of position, on coming in from right wing, I don't give a shit, let the boy do what he wants.
2: Hey, But he's scoring
0: goals like that.
2: 100%. <laughs> oh, great to see. Great to see. Great bounce back from both of them. Mm, mm.
0: And then the final goal, um, this was actually a lot better than I gave it credit for at the time as well. 18 passes in the build-up for this one started from a miss hit clearance from
1: Benny and Cololo. Paulie Ayongo. Miss, miss hit, excuse you. Okay, it's a world of a that pass. That was a fantastic ball to Ayongo. Surely that was just like a bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah, how's <Right>. your touch? <laughs> Do something with this. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. just kills yeah. it dead out of the air and spins in one move and strides forward. 18 passes later. Marinolona. Um, Lona. Marinolona. Marino <laughs> Don't mind if we do,
2: huh? Yeah, nice. multi-ball. What do you reckon? <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, was there any words exchanged between Benny and the cum dingo when they both went for the same ball down there?
1: Whoa. I don't. I don't think Benny was happy. <laughs> no, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> look <laughs> happy at having <laughs> the assist taken away
2: from him. But you know what? Cummings is in my
0: fantasy team,
1: so yeah. sorry, Benny. I'm Team Jace. Yeah, well, I, I think you've got to do like what you got to do. But once again, though, um, you know, Koal mm. instrumental that. He was the one that obviously played the ball through. Mm-hmm. Just that, obviously, good run from Cummings and in Koala, but definitely Perf- don't pass. Perfectly both, weighted pass. Yeah, as well. both you know, of you no, don't make the same pass. run, though, next time, right? But <laughs> ideal ball from Koala, perfectly weighted, and yeah, obviously, the, you know, Cummings with the wherewithal to knock it back into space and they on go but a good finish too yeah mm. great finish thanks to Weston for not marking up where the spiders live yeah it took so.
4: it
0: nicely I mean it had, had time to take it nicely but yeah. definitely yeah. took it a lot but again nicely. though
1: good good for him to get off the mark mm. new player to come in new league all that sort of stuff fun yeah.
0: goal
3: celebration as well
1: yeah well yeah interesting I, mean, I don't know what's behind to, that we yeah. need to find out about I the
0: if, you, if you watch the, the big screen when the players or the lineups are being announced he does that dance on the big screen as well in his yeah. little graphics So it's not a Fortnite dance is it
1: I was just thinking Ooh. that it could be a Fortnite thing, which oh, which, which, which would be very funny. What's what's <laughs> Fortnite?
0: Is that what the kids are?
1: Ah, oh, yeah, some weird stuff. <laughs> I definitely don't play it ever.
2: What was the opposition celebration about? I thought he yeah, needed kind of pain. What was thought they might have needed a bit of privacy myself, but.
0: <laughs> oh, the oh the first one for Milanovic yeah, also, with the corner flag.
2: Yeah, so, so, so he wasn't
1: in Cambodia, was he? Was he? With, with that? <laughs> oh no, sorry, that was the other one that also plays for Western. Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, so you can settle down, mate. You're right. It's all, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all in yep. all, fantastic
0: response from the boys uh, on Saturday. We we needed it. Absolutely
1: needed that. We're on the points. board, and that's all that counts. Mm-hmm. Made it. Made it. You know. Slightly hard for ourselves, but... Uh, well, it was an early season
0: six-pointer in some ways, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. You know, you you go down in that game, it's a bit, uh, you know, you lose to the team coming off the spoon and, you know, potentially favourites to get the spoon again. And then Western, we know that we beat them in pre-season. We know that we beat them last season, even though they obviously ended up champions. But then to be 2-0 down at half-time, you know, you could easily go into your shell a bit and be like, oh, this isn't going the way we obviously envisioned. But... and mm. You know, the red card changed the game but I think with the subs that Monty also made, I'm relatively confident that we would have got something out of it.
0: Oh, I don't disagree at all because even after the red card, they packed literally every single player behind the ball
1: Mm. from the,
0: you know, 60th minute onwards or whatever it was and you still have to break that down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) it does happen a lot when teams go down to 10 men you – Usually struggle, but I we usually struggle. Yeah. We we yeah. First yeah, thing I said
2: to my brother was, "We got no chance now." Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But two 100%. nil down, we've they got no man down. We're bugging. It's but I think
1: I think we I think we played it well though, and it, it's how I would like to see us normally play is that move the ball quickly, mm. spread them, open up the field, exploit mm. the gaps, and we did it ideally. And yep. I, I I probably should have looked this up. But I don't know when we scored last time. We scored four goals and a half. Anyone off the very top of your head, can you remember?
0: I can tell you that it is the first time that we've been 2-0 down at halftime and come back to win.
4: Mm-hmm. Especially but that impressive. Last time
0: we scored four goals and a half. Off to Pete over here.
1: Four goals and a half is hard. Like we yeah. we, we beat Wellington over there last season, but that wasn't four goals and a half. No.
0: Anyone,
1: anyone, really anyone if you're listening, do your research and get back to us. Yeah. Yeah, because we're Any lazy. Anyhow, shadow,
2: please, reach out, <laughs> let us know. But I won't hear of the game uh, being decided based on a red card. As far as I'm concerned, as I've already said to you guys, banging on constantly about it, Qual came on, changed the game, made them panic. The first set of panic caused a red card. After that, they panicked more and more and more. And every time he had the ball, they ran away from him. And if you do that, then you open up the spaces and sure enough, we were good enough with those slick passes to make it happen. And he, he was instrumental in most of it. Um, so yeah, I I, I totally blame Grant for the win. <laughs> I totally blame Grant. <laughs> totally it's all your blamed. fault. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You're responsible, mate. Nothing to do with the red card, fellas.
0: Uh, well, I mean, he had a lot to do with the red card anyway. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fellas, three, two,
1: ones. Oh, that's tough. Uh, Got to go. The come dog four or mm-hmm. three. Yep. Just right spot, right time, instrumental. You know, in. A lot of the goals, obviously, a few good finishes, and even including the one that uh, was not allowed. He's a man in form and wants wants to go to a World Cup. I think <laughs> um, two points, Garang mm-hmm. clearly changed the game when he came on, and it's probably a harsh one point. But I'm running out of points. Uh, Triantis, he was he, he, he was man. he was he was huge. Yeah, he was authority. he was huge on the weekend. Well, I think that's 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 his uh, game of you know. He, oh, he I don't do know it. if you
0: know this, but he's huge all the time. He's actually two hundred and thirty-eight centimeters. <laughs> he's enormous, <laughs> <laughs> and can play. Uh, I'm just going to jump in there and say mine are exactly the same. So Me too. <laughs> Done. Mine same.
2: were exactly the same. Yep. That's pretty boring, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah. hey, they were they were so good, and yeah, he was. For, I think
1: probably Triantis has to be at least a. One and a half, if you'll allow it, because yeah, I I, I, I feel, can't, but I, I appreciate bad. the sentiment. I feel bad only giving him one point, but yeah. are you yeah. going to
0: take half a point off uh, off Garang? Or? Yeah, okay, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. do it, yeah, do no. it,
1: do it. I'm not.
0: Oh, geez, now I have to tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Put that in the spreadsheet, <laughs> I
3: will. Can I give like quarter points to? Um, Niz no, you can. You no can on. stop <laughs> talking right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give points to Maxi
0: as well, yeah. but uh, he got my yeah. three for
2: the Perth game. So, I think it was pretty well. Played across the park. I must say, I was pretty impressed with Kautz's performance in this. He was just solid. Um, he had the pace to uh, uh, take on all of those pacey options. I felt, and um, so I think he still has a fair bit of work to do because he's raw. But I think he's going to, you know, I think he's going to make it.
0: Yep, I thought he was good in the air. Much better performance, as it had to be um sure. from his uh, first two performances there's still a long way to go for me um there was a few nervy moments a few very loose passes do you uh, think he
3: looked better having triantas next to him Did that have anything to do with it do you think i think
0: uh, yeah i think so um triantas seemed a lot more settled i think Calm. maybe than than mm. kalechi did um but i'd still prefer to see dan hall come back in
2: probably true. The level of calm with Triantis is frighteningly calm. There was a moment, For a 19-year-old. Yeah, old. there was a moment in this game where he pulled one back on the inside in the six-yard box. Yeah. Oh, just thinking about it just made me it shiver a little in. bit It doesn't, it doesn't faze him. He never – like, Never was nothing. He just nonchalantly mm. pulled it back on the inside, burned the guy and walked away with it and made the good pass. So it was
0: <laughs> yeah. There was another one where oh, – I can't remember if it was Milanovic or, or Wenzel Halls that was pressing him um, and he just – Turned them. Not phased at all. No, no. It gives me Trent Sainsbury cross Swanswike vibes. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. That got range, the, range of passing. Got the, the, got the height. Crossfield diagonal. Yep. Got
1: the strength. Got the calmness. Can he hit a free kick? There's only one way to find Can out. <laughs>
3: I think that's another big tick in the column for our recruitment.
1: Yeah, thanks, Wanderers, mm. um, for <laughs> thanks. continually yeah. letting good young players go. <laughs> we've it's got another got couple that have
0: come into the academy this season as well with the Depetizio yeah. brothers, uh, Miguel yeah. and um,
2: uh, Gio, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, clearly got massive future. Like he's mm. he, he's got all of the attributes that can make him, you know, a big star. So mm. let's hope he is. While we're uh, in custody of him, and we can catch uh, ching <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: So, joining us this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast is Mariners midfield maestro Maxi Ballard. Maxi, how are you, brother?
5: Hey, thanks so much for having me. Really looking forward
0: to this. Oh, mate, it's great to have you on this afternoon. Long overdue, I think, as well as we were just saying off air earlier. A couple of quick fire questions to uh, kick things off, as we always do. Firstly, who's better, Lionel Messi or Matt Simon?
5: Matt Simon the goat. <laughs> nice. Cock- nice and quick, yeah. too. Spot on. Yeah, of course, of course.
0: It's the right answer. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, where do you keep your sauce, your tomato sauce, ketchup, mustard, whatever it may be, uh, in the fridge or in the cupboard?
5: I'm a fridge man. No. I don't know if it's, of course, mate. I, 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 don't know of course. If it's, I don't know if it's a French thing because my parents are French and they, they do it, but yeah, uh, yeah, in the fridge.
0: Well, that's one thing I did want to really briefly mention as well because you have the uh, the French passport and everything like that. You've lived in a few different places overseas as well. Do you think that's yeah. sort of shaped uh, your footballing journey early, early days at all? Uh,
5: f- yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I haven't had the... The typical pathway to to, to be here. I've kind of lived in like, plenty of countries in Asia, in Sri Lanka, Malaysia, Vietnam, and yeah. So you you kind of get a taste a bit of a of all sorts of cultures and and ways of playing, I guess, also because it's very different in all those countries. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely shaped my football. But at the same time, it's there's a ball and eleven players on the field, so you kind of uh, have to do what you got to do, kind of thing.
1: It's a simple game, isn't it?
5: <laughs> yeah. It's so, a simple game that gets complicated a lot Yes, exactly
1: So obviously a really great win uh, for the boys on the weekend How did you assess our performance overall?
5: Yeah, extremely happy that we managed to, to finally put a good performance during the season Because we've done we done great during pre-season But we were so frustrated with ourselves that we haven't been able to perform during the season So it was really, really good to be able to do that even though the first half was a bit scary going down 2-0, but we even Monty, when he came in at halftime, he said, what we're doing is, cur- is right. We just have to keep doing it, keep working at it. And they've managed to hit hit us twice on the counter. And we've got to be better at stopping these counters. But basically, yeah, really happy with the performance. And then second half, when we, that was the, the Mariners that we showed towards the end of last season where we're scoring plenty of goals and all the boys contributing, yeah.
3: So, obviously, we were 2-0 down, and like last week against Perth, you know, uh, yeah. unfortunately dropping that one, it would have been easy for us to kind of go into our shell and, I guess, be frustrated yeah. that we were down when we probably didn't deserve to be. So, what did you think yeah. was the big turning point from the Perth game to the, um, our win on the weekend?
5: I think we, we were just really frustrated that we haven't been able to, like, we only got one point from the six uh, for the first two games, and we were really frustrated about that. And... We had a really long chat um, the day after in, the, in training, and how, how we were going to move forward, and that we're going to get ready for the game against West United, who are a great team, champions last year. And so we did we did uh, have a long chat and really worked hard during training to to fix the things that we needed to do, and ultimately paid off uh, at the end of the day, which we were really happy about.
2: How was that long chat? Was there any uh, sort of uh, harsh words involved in that long chat? I don't imagine that Monty was feeling super thrilled about it. Probably like you boys weren't uh, too thrilled about it. And we know Vuka um, was talking about it. He wasn't too thrilled about it either. How were those harsh words? Were there some?
5: Yeah, of course, of course. Definitely some harsh words. But we're, we're always honest with, between us. So however we have to say it, we'll we'll say it. And yeah, there were definitely some harsh words in that meeting and going through the video of the the game versus Perth. And how it wasn't what we had done during pre-season and how we had to kind of step up and forget about those first two games and make sure that we're ready for the next one, basically. But yeah, there are definitely some harsh words, and, but the boys always take it as a constructive criticism, I guess, and not really take it too hard too much because at the end of the day, we all want to win and that's why, that's why we do what we do.
2: I imagine he was feeling pretty positive, though, uh, at the reaction from Saturday. How, how did that come across?
5: Yeah, yeah. V- video was much better this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're I only watched the second half,
1: more,
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, exactly, exactly. The second half, yeah. A lot more smiles, a lot more pos- positivity. And yeah, he, he said, well, this is what we've got to keep the standard at and, and move forward and keep pushing higher because we set ourselves a benchmark during preseason and that's what we have to hit now and that's what we have to consistently be doing during the season now.
2: And how does that sort of contrast with um, the previous week with Perth? Does it, is Monty the sort of coach who comes in there, he wants to have a word about it when it doesn't go, you know, your way? Or is he the kind of coach that comes into the dressing room, closes the door, walks out, grabs his car keys, jumps in the ute and drives off?
5: <laughs> <laughs> which, which one? Uh, well, it, it, it all depends on the performance, I guess. It, he so doesn't for the Perth land.
2: game, is he is he out of there
5: or is he in there? To... Uh, Perth game, no. Perth game, first game. We even straight after the game, he we, he had a long chat in the change room. Also, like straight after, because yeah, he, he we knew we weren't performing to our best, and like the performance itself was poor. We were all sluggish and not not the standard we expect. And yeah, he made he made sure that we knew it, and uh, and then yeah, went on his way home. But um, yeah. He, when he came in during the Western United game, told us to enjoy the moment and uh, because uh, this is what it should feel like every week now, and yeah, that's that's what we did. Nice.
0: You yourself, you've become a, a real sort of mainstay in the side over the last year or so in the middle of the park alongside Niz. How do you think that partnership's been evolving, and, and what's it like playing next to Niz?
5: Ah, uh, yeah, it's amazing playing next to Niz. He's a, he's a great player who really complements my game. He's He's out and about, running everywhere. He's calm on the ball as well, and uh, yeah, we, we just look for each other on the field. And I think it's come from being great mates off the field. To be honest, uh, ever since like I made my step up towards the A League, he he kind of helped me out wherever the situation was, and yeah, he he's always helped me, and we've grown really close friends and off the field. And I think it shows a bit on the field too. Um, and yeah, he, he's amazing to play with and. Yeah, I really enjoy playing with them.
1: So as usual during the off-season, we lost uh, quite a few players and obviously some important <laughs> ones at that. Um, how have yeah. sort of the new boys come into the squad and do you think even after an extensive uh, preseason with a lot of games that the squad sort of fully gelled or is there s- still a bit of work to do?
5: Oh, there's, always, there's always a bit of a transitioning period to, to start with for the boys, especially for the ones coming from overseas and especially because we've lost such – such players like even Rolsey and Miller, all these boys that, that were great, great players for the team and Marco Urania, all these boys. And so it was always going to be a bit of a transition period for those that are coming in, but I think they've transitioned really well and they've gelled pretty much immediately. I mean, it, for them, it's also a new league to join. So such as like Pauly, Kalechi and stuff like that. So it's a new, new league to join and it's kind of different to what they're used to, I guess. And so, but, uh, Having so many games during preseason really helped, I guess, to make sure that we all knew how the, the way we play pretty much. Because there's nothing, there's nothing like playing a game. You can train as much as you want on different things, but playing the game, you really get to know how each other move and where to expect each other and stuff like that. So yeah, I think they've transitioned really well and they've come into the team, gelled really well. The the banter on off the field in the change rooms, great. Everyone's getting along with each other. Yeah, it's it's really good.
0: Just on that, being such a man of the world yourself, you you speak, what, six, seven languages, is it?
5: (laughs) Uh, Only only two fluent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever sort of been tasked with, I guess, interpreting or, you know, helping some of these um, guys like Benny, who speaks French, um, settle in or or translate or anything like that?
5: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Well, actually, last season when Benny was first, like, considering signing with the club the club put me in contact with him to to try and i'm uh, pro- uh, not promote but let him know what it's all about pretty much and make him feel comfortable for when he came and since then his english has grown so well he's, he's pretty much fluent i guess and yeah he, he can to speak himself now so he doesn't really need any of my help but uh, yeah, there's heaps of boys that speak Portuguese, which have helped um, Marco Tuyo to to transition, and mm. Marech Mar- 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 is still here, so he's they're talking uh, Portuguese. The two Brazilians sitting next to each other in change rooms and stuff like that. So all the boys help each other a bit with the languages. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny, and yeah, even with Benny, he he was great to to help out, and he's really kind too. So yeah, he's nice.
2: Just a little bit on the pre-season, Maxie, uh, um, back on Mm -hmm. that. This year we've obviously got a little bit more money in the club. Um, And so obviously you've been around before we had that money. Um, How did this pre-season compare to previous pre-seasons? I'm thinking we played a lot of games. We had some specialist uh, trips to try and achieve certain fitness things. I heard we were working with universities on decision-making, stuff that is kind of unheard of around the Mariners. What, how's that yeah. felt as a player?
5: Ah, uh, yeah, it, it's been great. Um, the amount of uh, opportunities we've had this preseason it was amazing. We managed to go down to Canberra to the AIS twice, use their facilities over there. Where like the top Australians have come from, uh, we've uh, managed to get a bunch of recovery uh, equipment such as like plenty of ice baths. We used to do ice baths in the in the bins like the local bins and stuff like that and <laughs> and so now we've nice. actually got a proper ice bath and stuff like that. Oof. And, and, a, and a sauna and yeah experts come in pr- pretty regularly even um dan from chef dan from um, gosford uh, he's he's been in to help us with our diet and food when we go on away trips and stuff like that so yeah, it's been it's been amazing to to see the changes and yeah, it's really helped. I'm sure and all the boys are really appreciative of it. it, especially those that are that have been here for for a while. I know they definitely appreciate it.
3: So you're contracted to the club until the end of next season, and I sh- we all assume that you've probably got aspirations to play overseas. Do you feel like this is your season to really you know get the minutes under the belt, break out, and get some interest from overseas if there hasn't been already?
5: A hundred percent. It's always a pleasure like playing with the Marlins and I always like try to take the opportunity when it comes and when I'm given the shirt, I try to keep it. So yeah, my goal is to really play as much as I can this season and try to prove what, I've, what I'm what i able to do and try to repeat performances that I did towards the end of last season, which I, I personally don't believe I've done just yet, but I, I feel like it's coming and I know I'm able to do it and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully hopefully, a big season this season and hopefully we can do really well as a team as well. So that will really help everyone in, in their case to try and go for, push for overseas opportunities.
2: So from the outside looking in, Maxi, just a little bit of a change of pace. It's, it looks like you're the sensible adult amongst a bunch of jokers <laughs> who I'll leave <laughs> nameless, but some of them reveal themselves. Discuss.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you know, um, it's definitely a young team, so and when you it's maybe my third season now in the A League, so you kind of even despite my age, you kind of try to become a a role model for some of the younger ones who are only just stepping in now too, and even those that are are maybe older than me, his- <laughs> love, uh, it's also good to, to
1: without naming names, out,
5: of course. <laughs> Yeah no, no not naming names <laughs> definitely not but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 really funny and it's a good group it's a good mix of group and like of all ages and yeah it, it really comes together and you you see the fun times from even those that are a bit older too, so which is great. Yeah, because of course you
0: were wearing the armband during preseason, and we saw it in the uh, Australia Cup game against Sydney as well. Um, I understand you're part of the the leadership group this year as well. Um, how was that sort of conversation? How did that sort of take place?
5: Yeah. So, well, uh, at the time, uh, month uh, at the time of the FFA or oh, the Australia Cup, sorry, against Sydney, Monty Monty thought it would be good opportunity for me to lead the squad and I was really honored to to do that and it was a it was a great experience despite the result but um, yeah and then Vuka came along and he's he's a quality player great leader too uh, you can tell by his experience overseas and the experience he's had here winning premierships here so uh, yeah it was it was natural for him to to take the captain spot and I, I believe he's doing a great job and uh, I'm just pr- happy to be part of the leadership group who are able to support, yeah, the, the other players within the club.
0: Just going back to some of the jokers, um, we have had some, <laughs> uh, some questions come in uh, across the socials this week uh, from some of our big <laughs> listeners of the show. The first one here, uh, a fellow by the name of uh, Matt Hatch, uh, wants to know, how is Lovely Lady? <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, so... Um... The lovely lady is is my girlfriend. Don't uh, know many people know know about her too much. Though. She she lives in Sydney, but yeah, she's doing great. She's doing great. And, uh, she goes to the I other just, school.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I, you wouldn't
1: know if she goes to a different school.
5: <laughs> I, ju- I just I just let her know. I just let the boys know that she's known as the lovely lady.
0: So. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, ribbon wants to know how much of a fluke was your free kick in the 2020 MPL Grand Final. Uh, <laughs> oh, rude. Uh, so I think that's a bit harsh. I called that one too. Yeah, I,
5: I, exactly. I remember the commentary from that one. I've watched it a million times. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a funny story on that one, actually. <laughs> Uh, at the time Alo Alo was on the field And um, hmm. the free kick Happens And Alo's like Maxi, Maxi Just roll it back to me And I'll just smack it And it'll, it'll go in It'll go in I'm like <laughs> Alo, I don't know about this one I, I'm feeling confident I, I think I've got this one I think I've got this one I'm He's like You know what Maxi Go for it I trust you." And then you can, As soon as it goes in I, if you rewatch the replay, you can see him sprint towards yeah. me as soon as he goes in, being so happy. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, definitely was. Last-minute equaliser to send it to extra time as well, and I got a little bit carried away on the commentary and um, as a result <laughs> didn't get asked back to do the grand final this season. But, you know, what do you do?
5: It was worth there's some legendary moments from you commentating, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, Matthew Cahill wants to know who are the best, uh, or who are some of the best weak foot cage players that you've played against?
5: <laughs> so basically uh, every every training session after the game, we normally do a weak foot cage, which is like just a 6v6 maybe, and we, you're only allowed to use your weak foot. So it kind of looks a bit strange like we don't know how to play football really but uh, <laughs> that makes more uh, sense
1: because we had no idea what he meant
5: yeah 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 exactly. we were just I was hoping you did yeah. context to it but yeah, uh, yeah so uh, and okay uh, reckon him and him and fish reckon they're one of the top players fish Carl johnson sorry, johnson yeah 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 we yeah, call yeah. yeah, it fish they, they they reckon they were one of the top players of the week for cage always dominating every week but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to them <laughs> with their, their quality. Good good fun times.
0: We're looking forward to seeing a bit uh, more of Matthew Cahill this year as well. Hopefully when Arpia make the trip up to uh, to Plume Park in MPL one um, Of course. As long as he's still with Arpia, that is. I'm not too sure, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah, Blake Illich wants to know, who's the best player you've played against on FIFA?
5: <laughs> um, Blakey Illich is a quality FIFA player, but unfortunately, you have to go to Cam Windus. Oh, Windus! Yeah, Windus Scoo- is. It, he is, he is a different breed on the on the PlayStation controller. He is uh, I'm not sure how long he spends on it, but he is a quality FIFA player. Yeah, Because
0: <laughs> we know there was yeah. a bit of competition between Noah Smith and Cy Goddard. There were a few barbs uh, thrown ah, yeah. last season, so uh, with their ultimate team. <laughs> so.
5: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: <laughs> very good. Um, last question that we've had on the socials this week uh, is from very good friend of the show, Dan Hall. Yeah. Dan wants to know... Is always staring at yourself in the bathroom mirror before training a ritual, or is it just vanity? <laughs> <laughs> I,
5: love, I love a good stitch-up question. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't say that I haven't done it when he was on the show previously, so uh, fair play to Dan, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, cool. yeah, that was cool.
1: You didn't answer the what? question, bud.
5: I thought that was incredibly diplomatic. Yeah, basically, didn't well, basically, if there's, anyone to, if there's a, any mirror in sight... He will come and look at himself. <laughs> when, 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 I, when I used to live with him, when I used to live with him I, I've got this big mirror in my room. And when I used to live with him, he'd, he'd have to walk across my the corridor from my room to get to his room. And every time he'd manage to come into my room, look himself in the mirror and go out without saying a word. It was unbelievable.
2: So I think what you're saying is that if we, get, if we take a mirror to the fence, we can always get Dan to come to us. <laughs> exactly nice right,
5: exactly. Bring a mirror to the fence. <laughs> Uh, we've got yeah. wanderers
2: away coming up on Saturday which is always a tough game um, yeah. what do you think we need to do well to ensure we take the three points they look pretty good
5: uh yeah they've, they've looked good this season and yeah they've signed a lot of players this season but we just need to make sure that we stick to our game plan and that Monty sets and we've played them previously in preseason and beat them two nil so we we know what we have to do to win uh, but yeah yeah we just need to make sure that we execute on the day and it, it won't be easy playing down at the Combank over there. But, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're a quality, quality side and we're, we're just looking forward to playing there and making sure that we come home with the three points. That'd be great, especially before the World Cup break.
0: Looking forward to it. Can't wait to see you going around uh, down there at Combank Stadium on Saturday night. 7.45, kickoff, primetime footy, baby. Can't wait. Beautiful. Looking forward to it again. Once again, Maxi, thanks so much for taking the time to join us this afternoon on The Ramble.
5: Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time.
0: My pleasure. Thanks, Thanks again, mate.
5: Nice, mate.
2: Thanks, mate. Maxie, best of luck with the rest of the season, mate. Thank you.
0: You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast.
4: Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Look, look,
0: look at Looking back at the rest of round four action in a Liga, of course. The Friday night game saw the Wanderers uh, get their fourth win on the bounce against Newcastle. Are they the real deal?
1: I, I can't bring myself to say yes I don't care how decent they look <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it uh, but good to knock off the scum thank you yep. um yeah they're looking all right they're looking all right I think uh you know probably Brendan borrello's been pretty impressive that's I think that's a that's definitely a good signing hmm. um, their defense is a lot more astute Nguyenhoff this season, fantastic. Nguyenhoff Gabriel Clure. in the midfield, like Sydney FC. I don't know what they were thinking, letting Nunez go, but he's been very good for them. Um, you know, they've. I think they've still got players like Yengi, who I don't think Yengi's looked anything like he did at Adelaide mm. since he's gone on the Wanderers. And if you get players like him to start to hit some real form, then they, that's when they start to become a bit a very big problem. Mm. Yeah,
2: that's why they look dangerous to me. Is that I don't really think they've played super. They've been solid.
1: No, they've had some they've moments. moments. It's more structurally that they've improved. Yeah,
2: but they look like one of these teams who's going to get results even though they don't always necessarily look that flashy and yeah. that's a frightening team, to be honest. So they could be good. We'll come back to
0: them a bit later in the show. Uh, the other Saturday or well, Saturday afternoon, um, Brisbane Raw, nil. Melbourne Victory, nil. A-League what the scheduling. hell happened
3: here? A-League scheduling, 2 p.m. Brisbane kickoff local time. And it's thirty degrees, shocker, and it's a and the game is shit. nil-nil scoreless game.
0: It was walking soccer. I mean, it's a Brisbane Raw game. Um, did we <laughs> expect anything other than? Uh, What's
1: going on with the book, though? I'm gonna have to rip. I'm gonna have to like redo the badge, the badge underneath buckle. my <laughs> Mariners shirt. So I, when I rip it off, it's gonna have to be someone else. Like, sort
3: it out. Yeah, yeah Vuk- just Vuker, What three games without a goal now? Yeah.
2: yeah, and they're just leaving it to this next game when they're going to really open up.
1: My midfield in my fantasy is stacked Jets. with. Bloody Brimber and <laughs> Brillante and it's it's not good. People are getting red carded and losing, and
0: oh, Popovich falling away after an impressive uh, first couple of seasons. Say it ain't so, the
1: Popovich joke.
2: Mm. Is it because there's uh, too much uh, you know transition play in the Popper game, and uh, holding the ball is harder for him? Just going to put that there.
1: I I think it's the classic. They've put all their attention on Nani, and they're not like they haven't necessarily centered their whole game plan around Nani. But for me it's the classic A League marquee gets hyped up hugely, looks all right in sort of the first game and then goes, Oh mm. shit, I have to go to Redcliffe and play at two o'clock in thirty four degrees. Like that's the shit they don't <laughs> bloody advertise. On a hard pitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't I, I'm yeah, I don't I think he's a bit I think everybody's overrating him a bit and I think it's probably impacting the rest of it.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Oh, no. Anyway. Yeah. Shame. (laughs) Maybe we will get ahead of victory.
1: (laughs) We'll still go down there and lose, though. You watch. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Not a chance. It's our time,
0: baby. Um, The (laughs) apparent Sydney derby, uh, MacArthur (laughs) and Sydney FC playing out a derby for the ages. Uh, (laughs) uh, MacArthur 2, Sydney FC 3. A few pretty questionable decisions in this one. Another
3: red card in
1: a game. Not a red card. Never a red card. Not a red card. Rank. Hey, Pete, who did the questionable decisions go in favour of? (laughs) (laughs) Just checking my notes here.
0: Um, One, two, yeah. MacArthur red card. Yep. Oh, Sydney FC penalty. Yep. It appears all the (laughs) favourable decisions were in favour
1: of Sydney FC. No. I know. Sydney FC conspiracy. Who was the ref for this one? Sean Evans. Wasn't he in the box? Wasn't he? He's in, he in VAR? Oh, he might have been in VAR. I think he so was. In VAR. He's, all, he, yeah, he's the one that's one that's, right. um, that's, that's so upgraded. Are we his shocked card, that Sean like, Evans and a VAR is controversial? Mm. Uh, no. Mm. How the man still has a job is completely beyond me.
0: I mean, the, in fairness, the first like, goal wasn't a pen either. That wasn't a pen. That's, that's the ref- never a pen. Simply the wasn't a pen. Was sim- Alex King? Sim- Alex King. Yeah. And and Which see, is a shame he's, he's because I think
1: I think he's probably the best in the league. And to and this is all the way back to your point, Moz is that we're just re-referring games. Yeah. Somebody else is having an opinion, somebody else looks at it in slow motion and thinks it's X, Y, Z and we're just re-referring. Where, where is the clear and obvious in mm. any of them? Sean Evans shouldn't have an opinion
2: in like. fairness. And it takes the emotion out of the game and it hurts the fans, hurts yeah. everybody really. Even the players don't celebrate when they score anymore mm. Mm. Um, until they wait. But get this, they've
0: upheld Aspro's red card as denying an obvious cli- um, goal-scoring opportunity.
3: What about that opportunity was obvious? Wasn't it 45 yards? I was about to say 45 metres out. He's at Uh, least two players' level with him as well. And Uzcock was was, within five metres. And he doesn't
0: have control of the ball. It's a bouncing ball and they just collide. Fuck off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) There's been so many bad (laughs) decisions already this (laughs) season with red cards and and, VARs. Please
2: stop criticising the referees.
1: That's why we have VARs so that we can stop criticising them. Matthew Breeze is going to yell at me on bloody Twitter again.
2: Please come back and referee, Matthew Breeze. No VAR.
1: I mean, look. In fairness, VAR
0: did get one right on the weekend with the top or Stanley send off. They got it right, but it
1: goes back to the
0: the referee should have got it right in the first place. If VAR isn't there, does he have the balls to make that call himself? Yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah, like is he is he is like they're basically leaning on VAR now as well. Yeah. Um, anyway. anyway
0: Adelaide to Perth One on Sunday
3: afternoon Adelaide clearly the better team But Perth's goal was a worldie If you haven't oh, seen it That, from Coley, Crowley, yeah. that f- absolutely flew And Gorsi just was in goal Like ah, oh, th- That's gone in It was,
1: it was the old uh, knuckleball free kick But mm. not from a free kick Yeah it just The ball, the thing did not move when he it, hit it. It. It, no, it No spin it No it. nothing That's for sure Mm. Nice nice to see because we don't get too many worldies. <laughs>
3: mm. Adelaide should have probably killed the game off in the second half. Uh, second uh, half just died in the arse. But yeah. um, good to see the redevelopment
0: at Cooper Stadium yeah. there. Looking forward to getting They could it be decent, there. Adelaide.
2: They look like they could be They could be, but they're not.
0: Well, they weren't in this game. But, again,
2: they're that team that can get the result, even though they were just sort of okay.
0: Yeah, they sort of ground this one out. But you would expect them to get a result. You would expect anyone to get a result over Perth, unless it's us. Uh, (laughs) Turning to the final game of the round. My second favourite game of the round, this one, was, did someone say ding-dong affair? It was City Football Group 2, Wellington Phoenix (coughs) 2.
1: Oh god, I'm choking! <laughs> oh, you must play for City Football Group. There's a little bit of heart in all of us. Now. I'm just tapping. You just totally ruined that
0: for me. I was going to say Wellington you showed great heart to fight back into this one.
1: It creeps out though, like like a couple of times a season, that the old the old Melbourne heart just just creeps out through the veins a little bit. There's times
3: it? where you like you think you're seeing a little bit of red and white on the jersey. Yeah,
1: it's like am I it's seeing things? Out. But uh, that was good. Um, it looked like a regular,
3: as, as Luke, you said, it looked like yeah. gonna be a regular 2-0 City win, boring second half, and then Wellington
0: why do oh, we have wait. to play this game?
1: Yeah, <laughs> last game of the round, like why does it even exist? Wellington and Melbourne against them. It's just we know what the score is going to be. And then it was it was on track. And then, yeah, to be fair to Wellington, didn't, um, didn't put their heads down and stayed in it. And the uh, second goal, it's cool. So Shaky. It, Very good. Cracker. Very Shaky. good goal cracker and, and they have been um,
2: disallowed too didn't they so they, they you know they were well in it um, and yeah. they were quality those two goals they were very
3: nicely put together city sort of sat on their laurels and, uh, and again stopped yeah. playing and then they let that uh, two-point slip and, yeah, and again I think
1: um, uh, a coach making some subs trying to react you know to a game like he did with uh, of talent and it worked you know you, uh, you are Divada come on Thomas Lamb um, got
3: sent off as well for city yeah
1: that was a that was a funny one that was that was hilarious. And, and yeah, it was. It just added to the hilarity of what those last sort of uh, fifteen or twenty minutes were. It was great. In, all in all, ended up being a good way to finish the round.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could have done with some more goals from uh, McTappin since he was my captain. But Same. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, good result.
0: Looking very briefly at the Coast Football Ramble podcast, A-League Fantasy and Tipping competitions. Uh, It is Trogs FC, your mate, Moz, uh, at the top of the pile in uh, in the Fantasy League with a total of 399 points. Looking very likely Fire to be around. the He's first absolutely one
3: to I'm going to have to look at this guy's team because I'm, yeah. I'm way blind. It's,
2: it's, yeah. He can't spell togs, but at least he can play fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, Cal.
3: <laughs> come Dog
0: Millionaire in second, uh, just behind on 389. Quality FC, Cameron with 382 in third place. Um, who from the pod have we got? Um, ten.
2: Coolio is Tulio. Aaron Morrow. ten. Yep. I tried to show my uh, team name to Tulio on uh, after the game on Saturday night. Funnily enough, uh, he can't read English. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, <laughs> over to um, interpret. <laughs> thankfully, uh, sa- thankfully, Sammy Silvera arrived to save the oh, day. Oh, right. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But, yes, I did feel stupid.
0: <laughs> we did have a head-to-head match-up, myself and you, Moz, in uh, one of our head-to-head leagues this weekend as well. Um, How did that recall, play out? Can't recall myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, damn it. I was leading that and then at the last minute you caned me. <laughs>
0: That is as close, I think, uh, to a ding dong affair as uh, as you'll get. Speaking of ding dong, I heard your phone go off there as
1: well. (laughs)
2: It's (laughs) It's normally Boise. That was me.
1: Uh, I just want to say you have to scroll a long way down to try and find me. It's it's not my phone ran out of memory after the first four or five screens. Not been a good start to uh, the old fantasy for your boy, but that's all right. Although I I think I am beating Eggy. Oof. Eggie's in 85th out of 86, so that's one win for me.
0: <laughs> and, of course, looking at the Coast Football Ramble tipping competition, uh, it is quality uh, tied with Benny Not the Jets. Is that you, Moz? You, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For first spot and right up your ass, Moz, is uh, yours truly. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> well, not quite. Just a point behind. <laughs> 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 tied with uh Come Dog Millionaire, um Nisbet365 as well. Marty Mariner as well uh, taking up the uh, additional third position as well as Bielsa's battlers. My apologies to Mark for forgetting Bielsa's
2: battlers. How are you going, Luke and Joshua?
1: I don't really want to speak about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not, not that badly. I think I'm in 14th, I think it was, on nine, so... Yes, you are. Not, Not too bad. far behind.
2: It's only a couple of points out of it. What, in fact, th- what about you, Luke? Have you put any tips in recently?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might explain <laughs> it. No, I did put my tips in for the round on the weekend, uh, but I don't think that went entirely well. How many did you get? I haven't looked.
3: I got three. I got three as well.
1: I'm too scared to look.
3: Mo's well, got four. That's why he's ahead of me. I tipped, it, I eight tipped eight against in. us, so I'm going to have to start to against us so we win.
2: I'm scrolling up and I haven't found you and I'm already in the 30s, Luke, so it's, you're decent. You're 26, that's not bad.
0: Oh, that's okay. what I am in, uh, in fantasy. There you go, that's a really good spot.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> not as bad as what I thought, that's yeah. all right. Top 26, baby. I don't know what I'm doing, I've tipped every week.
0: <laughs> it's coming home, top
2: 26. <laughs> He's making a run now. <laughs> We're making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You always come
2: up with a good question.
0: It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And as always, thank you all so much for all your submissions across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the ccmfans.net forum. Kicking things off with Scotty McGee on Facebook today. How good is it when halftime subs play off? Uh, Great coaching from Monty. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the sheds at halftime. Hopefully I've been proved wrong with Garang. I was adamant that he would switch off and save himself for the move. But he changed the game, uh, and we changed the whole game around. Uh, PS can't wait to hear Rudin tell everyone how they get robbed
1: this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Do you mean Marco? Um, yes, yeah, sorry, Marco Rudin, which is now his official name, which I wonder why that would be. Um, uh, yeah, perfect reaction from Monty. Uh, to make the subs to change the game, which works. Mm. And, yeah, Kual, you know, but what happened in the Perth game? He didn't do a lot, right? So you got to...
0: Well, I mean, in saying that he's, you know, 48 hours off the plane, having played four yeah. games in the space of five days, yep. whatever it was. So yep. I'm and that's fair. not going to put any stock into his performance in the Perth
4: game.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, hold, my, hold my he's not holding back judgment until the day he leaves <laughs> because... We saw it with his brother. Well, it would
0: have been yeah. easy for him to hold back after the challenge from Top or Stanley on Yeah, for sure. Uh, on Saturday. Because he just started getting into full flight. Top or Stanley cleans him up. But he still influenced nearly every aspect of the game after that.
1: Yeah, massively. I mean, well,
0: cut okay, the driver.
3: He drifted out for a little bit. Um, but, you know, I think. I don't think that's in his nature to sort of take it easy. He's like he's eighteen, he's young. You know, yeah. he, 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 he'd want to play you know, as much I as think, possible. I think it's hard to say
0: for a young player, but as
3: you say, World Cup World contention. Cup? I mean, yeah. if you that's, not—that's the—that's the caveat.
1: Is I mean, what does, he's, what he's does got, motivate if
2: that doesn't? Well, he's got
1: two games, two more games to prove yeah. why he should be on the plane. Yep, if that. I think he's. Like the elections
2: are very soon. I they? think the
1: twenty-six man gets announced. Is it next week? Later this week? Next week?
2: I was thinking I'm it sure. was next week so there was one more game before men. announcements. Yeah, And I heard so. them talking about England the same. So, I'm, so yeah, the big a big game on the weekend for Garang? Well, you've got to think that they're going to try it, aren't they? I mean, that's what it's all about. So yep. if they're not motivated by that, what are they doing? Mm. So you have to think that yeah, this is their big chance to sell it. For sure. Matt Grandevic. which of Jacob Har-
0: Farrell's two bullet headers was your favourite? So the one against the Jets on his debut, or um, or the one on the weekend? Geez.
3: I like the Newcastle goal more. Jets
1: on debut, you can't beat that. It's yeah. tough. To,
0: it's tough to beat that. But In just knowing how much kid. how much the one meant to him on the weekend as well yeah, against yeah. Um, against Western to put us ahead as Go well. Ahead
3: goal, yeah. The,
2: I'm going to say... Really on par for me. Yeah, I'm going to say against the Jets, yes, I love that. But this, the quality of that header, like when you put it where he put it this time, there's just no saving that. Everyone's just looking at that and going, wow. I've
0: got to sit on the fence
2: for this one. Yeah, I'm in the middle of it too. They were both superb. (laughs) Por (laughs) qué no los dos?
0: I love both of them equally for different reasons.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah, fair call.
0: Uh, Matthew Halliday, on a scale of one to ten, how good was it watching Aloisi have a cry in the presser and why was it 11? Uh, it wasn't 11. It was a good
2: 14 or 15 actually. Personally, I thought it was 111. But <laughs> <laughs> Former Mariner cries in dressing sheds.
1: Well, he thought that uh, Tulio should have been sent off for... Not a loss, <laughs> and tried to compare it to the Top or Challenge. And I mean, they're not even in the same universe. No.
2: John, don't be a Tulio. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Tulio was
1: a yellow card. I'm happy with the yellow. It's good from you. <laughs> it was slightly reckless. It was, you know, it was ill timed, uh, even at worst. At
2: but it had worst, the force of a feather. That's what I yelled yeah, out at the time. It's not even It's got comparable. the force of a feather. Sit down.
1: Not even comparable. <laughs>
0: What, what he said. <laughs> yeah. Sure you heard his feelings too with that. He
2: <laughs> <You reckon, laughs> possibly didn't hear me from Bay 40, <laughs> but you know, you never know. You reckon he's under pressure
3: after their start? Aloe, as well, they should be. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I think he's starting to feel
0: it maybe. Um, but I mean, it's hard as well, you know, coming off the back of a championship. Mm. Obviously the championship hangover in full effect there. Absolutely. With an ageing squad that he
1: hasn't really done well. And to. where's your uh, Serbian cousin?
0: um yeah, very disappointed to not see him on the coast on the weekend. We had uh, plans to go out to Terrigal. It's uh, <laughs> been a while since I've seen my cousin. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Um, ben Jones wants to know Is the next qual ready to start coming off the bench when we lose Garang? Unfortunately, I think Didi's probably still a little bit too young.
3: How old is he? 14. Is he, okay. 14, 15. I.
1: Read this as a, do we think somebody else is in line to replace him, not as a literal, is his younger brother who's 13 ready. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Tang hasn't been announced yet, but he is off to Western Sydney Wanderers um, for the upcoming NPL season. Um, so Teng will not be with us and hopefully Didi stays around. I'm not too sure whether the plan is to move him there as well, but
1: Yeah, and I mean it's it's unfortunate for Teng but from what I saw in the 20s, from what I saw the times he come on for first grade, just didn't have it from what I saw Completely mm. different position to yep. so the other two brothers. More of a DM, mm. more of that sort of holding midfielder. Well, I don't think we ever but figured
0: out what he was. That
1: that was the hard bit. It was it was you know he but then he you know he would also pop up with the old goal that was really good. And it was like well can he play a little bit sort of higher mm. up? But from what I just saw, it just wasn't the same.
0: We played him as a six and eight and nine a ten. He, didn't he play centre back? He play, he finished At the season left back. Yeah. So you know we we never figured out how to get the best out of him. He did have. A disjointed season, I guess, as well, because he did go on trial over with Brentford, mm. um, but um, they, um, yeah, they said that he wasn't quite, quite ready. So,
1: I'll say, although to answer that in the way that I thought it was asked, um, I'll say Lockie Bayless. Yes, yeah, as That's... the next academy kid who potentially could come on and cause some damage.
0: Yeah, change the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper um, number ten um, can play as, a, as an eight as well. Uh, he's knows fantastic where the net is. on the ball and he can strike. He can hit a ball as well. So, yeah, I think he's probably the the next one um, to come out from the academy who hasn't already sort of had a scholarship uh, on the table for him there. And, of course, Kuzewski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did score two goals in an uh, under-23s game at the weekend, last weekend.
1: Kuzewski. Kuzewski. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been played as a winger. I'll take it.
0: Mm. I'll don't, take it. Don't mind it. Uh, Brian Eggy, Glasgow. It's early days, but which team so far are the biggest surprise packets this season uh, at the top and bottom ends of the ladder? Well, I think he's just answered that. Um, at the top, Western Sydney has surprised me. and yeah. At the bottom, Western United have surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I definitely didn't pick uh, Wanderers to be top of the table after four rounds. No, I did. Or, I didn't either. But I wouldn't have. I might have picked Western United to be near the bottom. Mm. There was nothing that I liked about last year no, from them. To be I honest, I never enjoyed watching them. <laughs> One nil victories don't do a lot for me. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah don't expect the Wanderers to be leading and still don't expect them to be leading. (laughs) Hopefully we can knock that out of them this weekend. I
0: did say it'd fall in a screaming heap um, fairly early in the season, so let's make sure that it is this week for them. Yo. Um, He also wants to know, what do we need in January besides more quals?
1: (laughs) Someone fire up the uh, production line. (laughs) 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 Um, Well, yeah, if if we're not going to get – Kids out of the academy or if we decide against that, if we decide against the Lockheed Bayless or anything like that, what we need is some creativity. That's what we're going have to have to bring in, I think, because the concern is when Kowal goes, who's the game changer? Who's that X factor? Who's the X factor? Who's the one that comes on and really has that impact that he had on the weekend? Moz has given me big thumbs up here. <laughs> we
2: um, know who it is. We've just got to figure out a way to get him back in our squad because the last game he played he was superb but he'd done his knee and now he's sitting on the sidelines until January.
1: Oh, Maresh. Maresh. Oh, Maresh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because
2: he was literally taking the piss in those last couple of games. Before yeah, he was, that yeah. he was finding his way in the comp, got a red card, did some dumb things, fell over at the wrong time, etc. cetera. Um, but that last game... And the last couple of games he was really showing something special there. And mm. so I think if he can come back and be close to that, that would be the perfect replacement. Going to be like a new signing, one yeah, would say. Yeah, not sure how we can get him in the team because I feel like we've got too many foreigners. No offence to foreigners. But <laughs> 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 I can't say that.
0: Hey, what's, wrong with our foreign, what's wrong with our foreign contingent? <laughs> Disclaimer. Was meant by the A League regulations. We
2: just need, to get, <laughs> <laughs> we just need oh. to get rid of one of them. Who are we going to get rid of? <laughs> that
1: sounds worse when you say it like that. Uh, but you are—you are factually correct. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he—he can—he can't come on and change the game. But is—is he—is he that little tricky, creative-y sort of number 10-y? Sort of a thing. I don't know. I think that's that's what we need. Hmm. Is he is he a very good winger who you know knows where the back of the net is and will probably most likely pop up with some assists in that? Yes, but my my concern is what's going to happen in you know in in the midfield. Do we have the koalas that can make that sort of you know defense splitting pass like in the lead up to the last goal? You know, I, which
2: I still feel like it's him. The, uh, and uh, the, I, I still feel like that's what he was delivering just before he got injured, even in that game. There, I can't even remember the circumstances of it, but he made the, um, uh, uh, one of the goals. in. The
1: yeah, I know, I know which one you're talking about. And, mm, and
2: yeah. in that moment, then he did all of the things you just described. Yep, that's fair. Um, and so if he, he has to get back to that level of form, and having just come off a knee, Rico myself, then it may not be possible. But yeah. if it is possible, then he can be superb, I think. So he won't be qual. Um, I don't expect any phone calls from Newcastle United for Maresh yet, (laughs) but, but, but he was quality and so, yeah, I think he's asking the question about what do we do about our foreign places. Is that better?
1: Next question, please. <laughs> Before,
2: <we get> <laughs> Before I do it again. Morrow is cancelled. On fire. All
0: right. uh, Dean Payne on Facebook. Do you guys think that players from the Oceania Federation outside of New Zealand should count as non-Visa players, seeing as we have a New Zealand team playing in the A-League? Yes. Yes. No. Solves my problem. Shut up, Pete. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. it solves, it solves yeah, <laughs> your... Um, your <laughs> but, I mean, New Zealand players for us count as Visa players.
1: Yeah, which I think is stupid. Mm, agree.
0: So I mean if New Zealand players didn't count as visa players for us, then maybe, but also then that would be like saying, you know, why don't Japanese players or Malaysian players not count towards a visa quota? It doesn't quite add up for me. Yeah. I like I when I first read the question I was like, Oh, the concept. Yeah, you know, tap into that network in the Pacific Islands a little bit more. See if there are, you know, If there is a talent pool I'm sure there's
1: a few more uh, Roy Christians out there floating around.
4: Mm.
0: Mm. Dave Bloom wants to know, if you could be any fictional character from a book or a TV show or a movie, who would it be and why would Pete Pryor be Ron Burgundy? (laughs) 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 I can tell you exactly why I would be Ron Burgundy because I will legitimately read anything that is scripted or on the (laughs) (laughs) teleprompter. And I have been caught out doing that. When we played a home game against... uh, Sydney last season, um, the script hadn't been changed for whatever reason. And I didn't review it um, before getting to the game. So I'm going, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Central Coast Stadium for tonight's clash between your Central Coast Mariners and the Western Sydney Wanderers. <laughs> Ooh. And I just, I just stopped. And I was like, eh, that went well. <laughs> and everyone's just staring at me. I'm like, what's up? What happened? And like, we're playing Sydney FC. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, what did I say? I'm like, you said Western Sydney Wanderers. I'm like, oh fuck them. <laughs>
1: no. no take twos when it's live.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: So that's me. Deadpool.
0: Oh. Deadpool.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You don't even need to give any reasoning for that.
2: I like it. Yeah. No. Nice. Right. Play on. I
3: have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Good
2: answer. <laughs> no, I'm struggling after the boo- <laughs>
0: I'd say Josh would be Brick from Anchorman, probably.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! I had a
3: big red candle. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing a grenade to Wonders Away. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> why'd you get a hand grenade? I don't know. <laughs> Blake Hepworth uh,
0: wants to know, how long do you guys think that we can keep the cum dingo? Surely there must be some interest from overseas with this form. I mean, he's just signed mm. a two-year extension, hasn't he? Yeah.
1: But, you know. It's a tough one. I mean, he did say in the media that he would sign a 10-year extension if it was offered. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Richard. Do it. Get <laughs> the checkbook out. Um,
3: Divert some anytime fitness funds straight to the cum dingo's bank
1: account. Yeah. percent. It's, it's a funny one, but because what it, he's – Twenty six, turned twenty seven this year. I think mm-hmm. um, coming into his prime. Yeah, I mean, you know, coming into his prime, he's there you go. played. Well, he's obviously been at a very high level before. Still, is at a high level now. He's clearly enjoying life <laughs> on the coast, and so uh, is his girlfriend. Uh, I, he strikes me as the kind of person that would rather be happy than maybe, maybe potentially go off and try it again in Europe and be not happy off the pitch like he, he wants both of them to marry up that's sort of what his personality is like I could be completely wrong but that's what I think it would be I, I don't think you know if a if a Western United walked in and threw a bunch of money at him I don't think he would go down and live in bloody Tarnett <laughs> <laughs> because, because why why yeah. would you do that he, he wouldn't go and live in Adelaide why like he would rather stay here mm. um, and you know potentially be on less money and enjoy his life.
3: I think every every interview that you see of him he just looks really happy. Yeah. And you know, when he mentioned in the post game the Mariners, you know Mariners mentality like he's fully bought into everything about the club. I'm pretty sure he like really really loves the club, so I would be surprised if he were to leave to another A league side but overseas I can't rule that out as being a possibility for him to go back and try again. But yeah. We don't know, do we? I'm
2: going to say only if it's huge. So if it's, you know, if it's, I don't know, who's huge? When Man City contacting, <laughs> replace Grealish with him, then yeah, you'd probably take that deal.
3: I think City might be okay with centrefours at the moment. <laughs> Poss- possibly. I <laughs> reckon. My, um,
0: I'd, I'd be a bit nervous, I suppose, um, about Sydney potentially coming in for him. Um, with LaFondra, you know, Mm, not getting any younger. They're going to be looking for someone to lead the line there and and just throw shitloads of money at someone that's proven. Um, Do I think he'd necessarily take it? Not necessarily, but would I be nervous about it? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess, you know, obviously the other question is too is since he's been here, things on the pitch have been relatively good, Mm. right? So if (laughs) it goes completely the other way, is that obviously going to sway him?
2: Uh, A different challenge then, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Over to Twitter where Eddie
0: says, great response to the Perth game. Nice to score four with four different goal scorers. It sure was. Uh, I'm sure the cum dog has already put his passport on the kitchen bench with that performance. You'd think so. Probably fell off in the bin and was taken away. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it hasn't been found at Bondi Beach again like it was a couple of months ago. For those of you who aren't aware of the story, um, it was posted on Facebook in the Bondi Beach and surrounds uh, group. Um, does anyone know this guy? Uh, just found his passport. <laughs> Why do you have his passport at the beach? he thousands of comments going, um, yeah, he's a, he's a soccer rooval or he's about to play for the soccer
1: He's about to go to New Zealand. I think he needs that.
0: Uh, um, I'm not sure if it was actually found on the beach or at a cafe or something like that. Maybe it was at a pub where he had to show ID. I don't yeah, right. know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Random. Um, the defence looked much stronger than in previous games. Where does Dan Hall fit in? Midfield? Still in the back line
1: for me. I think it's just unfortunate with the injury that it's still impacting him uh, at the start of the season. You know, in the Australia Cup game, in the Sydney game, he probably made a couple of mistakes that he's obviously admitted to, which then resulted in in the red card. So, you know, has potentially put him in not necessarily the bad books, but on that sort of side of things. And with obviously a couple of other. you know, defenders coming in vying for that spot and it's a real competition for places, which is a good thing. Um, but, you know, if the results keep going well, we go back to the question that we were asking like 18 months ago is how do we get Dan Hall back <laughs> into the squad, <laughs> <laughs> which is one we were asking. And then it all it was going well and then, yeah, he's had the injury and then, yeah. Mm. So he's still, still. I, I mean, if things keep going well, the reality, the, the reality is, is that he doesn't get back into the starting 11. Mm. That's it.
2: I think we can still improve in that in the central defence though. I, like I think yeah, we've shown sure. some really good signs, and um, you know we've we've created a real good sort of competition there p- potentially. But I think that Dan has a place in it, and I think that in the end that'll probably shine through with that experience that he has. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I think more changes probably will happen. Um, because, yeah, we we had improved from the Perth game, but we still let two in before we answered yeah. with four. Um, hmm. So those two we could do without. Um, we'll be perfect. I'm not going to say we were that. I'm not going to say we were terrible either, but I do think we can improve. So I think we should keep tinkering with that until we, you know, do improve.
0: Eamon Wild on Instagram. Hey, Legends, what are your thoughts on starting the Come Dog and Gerang as the two up top? As the two up top? Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Um, I'd just like Garang a bit deeper to get more involved, yeah. more, more touches Bruce, on the ball.
1: Bruce was a bit frustrating on the weekend. Mm. Um, a few times he had some good opportunities to get the ball into the box and just played the completely wrong type of ball. Mm. Low and hard, please. <laughs> Low and hard across the box. None of this floaty stuff across the bloody penalty box was not working. And I think after about three or four tries... Um, the halftime sub was warranted for him. But does Koal in that position change things? Probably. But I don't think – yeah, he, it needs to be a – he sort of plays in behind Cummings or something. To yeah,
0: I just think, yeah, as a – Have, have that a, more of an non, impact, yeah.
1: get your wingers involved, have him sort of spraying the balls out wide. Um, yeah, I don't think him up top will necessarily work. Mm. Yeah.
3: I, I just like Rang is that 50, 55th, 60th minute yeah. sub. Give him that half hour – 35 minutes to show what he's got.
2: Yeah. I'm off that now. We only get one more chance, maybe, <laughs> or two more chances. So you want him to start Aaron? Start him, Monty. Start him. Get him out there. The kid has shown that he can handle this level. In fact, he's shown that he can handle at any level that has been thrown at him so far. So, mm. and basically take the piss out of that level as well, like he did with the Socceroos. So, yeah, why not give him a crack? Well, this ties in nicely to
0: Ben Ten's question over on the ccmfans.net forum. Who starts out wide this weekend?
1: Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Would you start Gerang over Tulio? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Have him swap. Look, I thought Tulio... I thought he was all right.
0: ...was okay. He definitely showed a lot more than, than he had been able to
1: previously. Yeah, he's, he's still pretty clearly not up to speed yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he showed some glimpses of, of some real ability there. Um, but for me, you uh, start Benny and, and Geraint. Yeah, right. I think that's Benny the pair, for sure. yeah.
2: But I do think there's some s- something there with Tulio. He got himself in a couple of really nice positions in behind them on the left... And, yeah, I love that. But, but yeah, I think he's got a bit more work to do yet. So, yep, they're the three. the dingo, Benny, and Gadang.
3: <laughs> Sounds like a good night out.
2: <laughs> Does too, actually. <laughs> I'm in. Uh,
0: Rising Sun on the forum. What is the purpose or background to the Academy trip to Japan and why do it now – given they're still quite a few months away from the new season. Uh, So for those of you who don't know, yes, the Academy is over in Japan at the moment. They are playing four games in the space of seven or eight days over there. They uh, beat Yokohama Marinos Youth Team 4-3 the other day. Um, They're playing against a Japanese university side today, and they've got two other games to come as well against J1 and J2 Youth League sides.
3: I was for Marinos uh, Supremacy that game and mm. oh. we are we are now the number one.
4: <laughs>
3: <Woo-hoo>. oh. <laughs> number one <laughs> it, was, it
2: was edgy. <laughs> there was a little bit of a connection to be made and dots to be joined. That was good. You know. That was good. Yeah, I liked it. Well, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so the purpose is obviously to uh, to, to get um, get minutes in the boys. Um Rich and uh, well, Luke Wilkshire and, and Serge have quite a few contacts throughout the course of the world. I think a lot of Wilkshire's contacts are based uh, across Asia. Um, so we had some contacts in Japan that was able to uh, tee this one up and Rich has funded the trip. Season actually starts a lot earlier this year, um, which I found out on the weekend. It is potentially as early as the end of January, start of February. Wow. So we're getting pretty Summer close. Summer start. Mm. Mm. Nice. Um, being that it is you now a 30-game season as well in the MPL, mm. So um, starting earlier this year to, to end around the same sort of time. The more games you play,
3: the better, I reckon.
0: 100%. And, and Rich, has, Rich has made no secret of the fact that he wants these boys to be playing 50 games a season. So there is potentially another academy trip on the cards to a yet unnamed European destination. uh it starts with P and ends with Portugal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How good is it that we we are seriously investing in our youth? Yep. We are putting this money in. Mm-hmm. We're getting them experience in different places, different coaching, different players against them. Fantastic! It's who
3: is this club? When Peel <laughs> came in, he did mention that he wanted to you know get the academy. As one of the world's best, so you know, yeah, fair play. I think he's putting ticking, his money ticking. where his mouth is. Yeah, at I moment. think he's
2: ticking some of those boxes, and and uh, you know, hopefully, that's something that we can we can uh, benefit from in the future. Nick merges Disco
0: Bicky on the forum <laughs> wants to know: Has Morrow cleared concussion protocol yet? After stating that Elsie didn't res- deserve a red in the last pod. <laughs> <laughs>
3: To be fair, what a name, by the way. What a great name. <laughs> That's not bad.
2: To be fair, to be fair, I had COVID um, the week before, so I probably had a bit of Brain fart activity going on
0: because I, I I went back after after the pod and re-watched it. I was thinking, have I got this wrong?
3: Have I got? I had not fucking got it wrong by any stretch of the imagination. Do you do you still do you still believe that, Moz, or are you going to change your mind on that
2: one? I'm going back to the COVID case because I, because I'd have to, I'd have to actually see the incident again. What I want to know is how we only got it. how he,
0: how we only got two
2: weeks in the end because the
0: bloke is. It should have been four or five at least. And to think that Or Stanley got three at the weekend by comparison, um, Elsie should have easily been four or
4: five
2: games. Who who asked that question? I'll recheck the incident. (laughs) Nick merges Disco Bicky. I'm not sure how to contact Nick Merge's (laughs) (laughs) uh, Usually I just eat Nick merges
0: Disco Bicky. Care of Her Majesty's prison (laughs) (laughs) person.
3: Isn't it his majesty now? Yeah. Whatever. (laughs)
0: Same, uh, same. Shit. Uh, Dobby on the forum wants to know why doesn't Luke hair looks like Donald Trump's hair yet?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's coming.
5: He yeah, has the, there's a, what, a,
0: a very special time in mind. I'm, I think I know when it is too. What? I think it's going to be when the uh, the new registration window opens in January. <laughs> is my suspicion when we see the return of Maresh. I don't know. I hope it's not that far away. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Cheers, Jeff. Looking ahead to round five action of a Liga. It all kicks off once again this Friday night. Melbourne victory playing host to Newcastle. Fellows score predictions for this one. Normally
3: I would go victory, Mm. but yeah, I'm not sure I can tip them at the moment. So I'm I'm going to say draw.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I'm sitting on the fence for this one. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking a one-nil.
3: Mm. Do victory continue their gold drought? That team on paper should not be having any sort of gold drought. And Fauneroli could play. Does that make any difference for them? Possibly.
2: Can't see Fauneroli making much difference, but it um, just don't really rate him that much. But um, Yeah, I think, I think he's a bit, the old little bit factor. over the hill. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think, yeah. but, uh, but I think they're going to break out of their crappy start to the season and nail the Jets. So I'm going with them, and I'm going to say by one. I'll say I'm one all.
0: Um, Saturday, five o'clock kickoff is Melbourne City hosting Perth Glory. Should be a mm, Let me win. think.
2: <laughs> tap, 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 tap.
1: City. <laughs> yeah. McLaren tap in. Give it a little
2: tappies. <laughs>
3: tappy, 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 tappies. Tappy, 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 tappy. Tap, 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 tap.
1: He's going to go
0: and score a twenty-five yard yard worldy this week. You watch? <laughs> he never has. No, nah. in <laughs> his dreams. I don't think he's ever scored from outside the box in his life. On FIFA, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Sunday, one PM kickoff. The Nux hosting Macarthur shouldn't exist.
1: FC. <laughs>
3: that should be, definitely should be added to the name. Uh, I,
1: I'm going to go Wellington. Full of our confidence after last week, mm. after the uh, little comeback against CFG.
3: I. I agree. I think Wellington back at home looked good last week. Wellington home win.
1: I'm going with the Rams.
2: How dare you? I know. I knew you'd like that. Mm. But I think the Rams were a bit dudded against the blue team, you know, the favourites, the blue teams. <laughs> All the blue teams are the favourites, the, the Navy ones. The, yeah. So yeah. Uh, My heart says
0: Wellington, my head says MacArthur, so I'm going to sit on the fence and go with the draw. Uh, Sunday, 3 p.m., Brisbane Raw playing host to Sydney FC. Oh, Another, mm,
1: another thrilling 2 p.m. kickoff at Morton whatever the hell that But
2: it's not going to be that hot.
1: Um, draw. Another ball draw. Oh, draw. Sorry. Sydney.
2: It's a lot of draws in your tipping this
1: week, isn't there? Luke? Yeah, but Sydney have been gifted basically two wins in a row. And I know you'll probably laugh, but it, it can't go on for another one. Surely,
2: <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they'll shit it in unless it's it does turn out to be hot, in which case their old men will probably melt. Mm.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm thinking Sydney as well. Uh, closing out the round on Sunday afternoon, Western Whatever against Adelaide United. Ooh,
3: Adelaide. I reckon Adelaide can do that. That should. should. Yeah, they should.
1: I think Aloisi will be whinging at that press conference. Western, Western to go into full-blown hangover. Oh,
0: Aloisi in shambles. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of, hopefully
0: someone who I uh, would love to see in shambles, Marco oh, Rudan's Western Sydney Wanderers host the Good Guys on Saturday night in the match that matters, seven forty-five prime time, baby. Um, down at Com- Combank Stadium, uh, a couple of buses on the way down there as well, all
3: organised by the club, fellas. I am. Very much looking forward to this. Wanderers Away is always a good time. So if you can do it, you should do it. And the stadium's nice and hopefully we can get the job done. Bit nervous. I am. Yeah, quite Bit nervous.
1: nervous. Pretty much unrecognisable uh, squad, really, from last season. Mm. Um, you know, as, as much as I am gritting my teeth to get these words out, uh, Rudin has signed some good players. Built mm. a good, built a good sort of you know sh- structure and a base. S- starts at the back, and they got bloody Lawrence Thomas in goals. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say um, they've sort of
0: fixed their goalkeeping woes there a bit. That yeah. centre back
3: that they got in, the Marcelo, and they've Marcello. got Merchler as well. Yeah. Yeah, Marcelo and Murchler
1: have been going very well. You know, Gabriel Clue, who I had no idea who he was mm. before the season, looks good. Good young Australian right back. Um, a quick fantasy favourite already. Fantasy absolute sleeper. Um, has been very helpful to my lowly score. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, as we said before, Neuenhoff and, you know, Amalfitano in the, in the midfield, they look mm. much more steady in the midfield now than what they have in the last few seasons. And I think, like I said before too, probably Barello probably for me has been one of their best. Um, he's, he's looked very impressive and I think Ninkovic... Surprisingly, getting more minutes than what I thought he would, and still looking pretty good. (laughs) Mm, mm. Obviously, hasn't got
0: the same mobility as he did, you know, five six years ago. When you've um, got the
1: quality, but you you don't, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to build your whole team around him or the whole way you play around him, which I don't think they have. mm. But when they use him, they get the most out of him, mm. and that's what I think has been pretty evident. So, um, if Yankee starts
3: putting chances away, as you mentioned before,
1: yeah. That's yeah. That's the nervy part for me.
3: And Kripich as well, the number nine that they got in, yeah. who I thought started a bit slow, but has Off looked the mark okay. Now, so. so it's going to be a tough game for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I think the question is whether or not we can improve our defence and stop yep. leaking. If we if we can not leak then and I'm not looking at their their attack and saying to myself, oh, I'm having nightmares about that. Mm. I mean they're okay but there's a lot of woodwork hitting and there's a lot of other stuff there. So I think if we can improve our defense and shut them down to maybe one, then the question will be whether they can shut us down to one and I'm not sure they can.
3: They've only conceded one goal. In four games. So yeah. that's a it's going to be a tough defence to break down, but they I can't are, see why we can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: mean, they are super well drilled. It's going to be coming back to that second half against Western United at the weekend where we increase the ball speed, increase the tempo. There's so many fascinating individual battles out there on the weekend as well. Um, the centre of the park, Nielenhoff and Amalfitano um, up against Niz and, and Maxi Ballard. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty crucial, I think. Yep. Um and then of course up top, you know, you got Mertula uh up against Gum Dingo.
1: That won't be very fiery at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. Mm, I I think uh Triantis against Ninkovic will be will be interesting. Yeah, or potentially um, Triantis
0: against Kirpich.
1: Yeah. Like is you know. Or Kripich, sorry. It's 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 probably, the, it's probably the his real big test, I think. Mm, yeah. I but feel that like is if he gets to start, yeah. yeah. I
2: feel like they should be more scared of Qual than we should be of Ninkovic. They should be more scared of the Dingo than we should be of Borello. That's it. I mean, if Qual's
0: if Qual's starting on the on the right and they start Yangi on the left like they did last weekend, um, and Traore, who likes to get forward as well, space
1: is opening up there. Mm. Mm. Could be yeah, uh, could be a, a match of the counters, mm. you know, potentially. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of speed there on uh, both teams. It's a, a f- few good ball players. Yeah. Um. I mean, it has all the shapings out to be a pretty good game, but it does make it is one that makes me a little bit nervy. Mm. I feel
3: like there will be goals. Yeah.
1: If we we if we walk away from this game with a nil or draw, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, I'll, I'll be I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we, That's also fair. I, I, I'd be happy with a
0: point from this game, to be perfectly honest. Just yeah, based on that. their start stylistically, as I said earlier in the pod, I don't rate them that highly stylistically, but. They're getting results. And that's a scary thing. So yeah, if we take a point away, I'll be happy. If we walk away with the win, I'll be ecstatic and absolutely feeding Mark Rodan. Sorry, Marcus. Marco? Marcus Marcus.
1: Marking? I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it goes by now. (laughs) Whatever the police make Him called. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Your Honour. Um, USB. Um, Allegedly.
2: (laughs) Mr. USB.
0: That's Mr. Marco USB to you. (laughs) Oh, missing USB. Right, gotcha. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Uh, Fellas, going to need to get score predictions from you for this one. 2-2. I like
1: it. 2-1 them, I'm sorry. Sorry. Fair. Fair. 2-1-us.
2: Garang gets one in the net this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, 2 all. Yeah, I can't. Um, I want to say 3-2-us. Heart says 3-2-us. Head says 2 all. So.
3: I, I I think they'll be able to score against us and I think we'll be able to score against them. Well, that's how you Pretty got much. to that. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's my tactical now right expert. there. <laughs> two, Cheers, two. Jeff. Craig Foster. Cheers, I mean. Jeff. <laughs> sure whoever scores the most goals will win that. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh yeah.
3: <laughs> to get back into the game, what Mossy said on the weekend, to get back into the game, you got to score goals. <laughs>
0: Was he wrong? Was he wrong? No. no spot no. No. spot yeah, on. Spot on. what happened. Uh, that is absolutely all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble as this de- descends into absolute farce here uh, in the studio. Lads, <laughs> it it's far. been an absolute pleasure rambling along with you once again. Um Guys, I can't wait to see you on Saturday, Arvo. Let's do it. Not me. I'm going to presentation.
2: You're choosing Prezzo over Wanderers Away. I wouldn't say I'm choosing it. Wow. I'm forced to. One of my very good mates is up for his 30-year medal, and I'm going to support that. Cool story. I'm muting Morris Mike, and <laughs> we
0: are getting out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Coast Football Ramble once again. Um, but until Saturday evening, I've unmuted Morris Mike, and I will tell you all, I love you. We'll see you. Bye. listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was actually good. that was good. <laughs> you should leave that in. That spot on. <laughs> that was impressive.